You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sprott Money News Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual is our chairman, Eric Sprott. Eric, happy Friday. Hey, Craig, good morning. Uh, how are things with you? Well, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Has it been a good week for you? Uh, well, so-so. I mean, gold really hasn't done much. And silver, silver's showing a little bit of sign of life here. Uh, markets, you know, were mostly down and up a little. Uh, everyone seems to be excited this Friday morning about some good things happening, but... Uh, We'll discuss that, and we'll probably figure out that uh, it's status quo. There's no no recovery, and the market should go down, and gold should go up. Yeah, it's interesting. They're, the markets are definitely in turmoil. At one point, uh, back on Wednesday, the Dow was down about 550 points, and the S&P reached a critical, it seemed, support level, and magically, the market turned at that point and rallied, and everybody thinks now yeah. everything's fine. What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, I love the phrase that... Uh, a gentleman named Chris Powell from Gata came up and he says, there are no markets anymore, just interventions, right? Yep. And, of course, every time some central banker speaks, it's almost mandatory that the market goes up, so those words seem so so wise. And, of course, uh, what the central banks have accomplished is absolutely nothing. As you say, we, we're almost in free fall here, so uh, it's a little bit of a respite. Maybe marks, the markets might bounce because they're, like, obviously technically oversold, but I think most people agree we're in a bear market. Uh, you get little little uh, short rallies, but I think the tendency will be for stocks to decline here uh, because there's really no recovery happening, and not that I've ever expected one, but uh, the signs of it not recovering seem to be more and more apparent all the time. Sure does. And here's a little nugget for you, Eric. Since uh, December 31 of 2014, gold has actually outperformed, if you want to call it that, the stock market here in the U.S., uh, our pet rocks are actually doing what they're supposed to do, but not yet really this week. It seems like every time the stock market upticks, gold downticks. Is there a, yeah. it, it, what can we do to you think to uh, to break away from this hold the computers have on on gold and everything else? Well, I mean, I've always imagined that there would be uh, manifestations of a physical shortage, as uh, you would know the. Uh, Silver and gold salesmen and mint are outstanding. Uh, the Russians announced, I think it was 21.8 tons in the month of December. Yep. The Chinese bought that 20 tons in December. So the demand is uh, certainly strong there. And as you and I sit there and look at the world's economic landscape and the decline in currencies, the, the greater part of the population of the world would be better off owning gold. I can't for one second not imagine that the uh, Chinese and Indians are, are buying gold because of their currencies. In fact, I saw a thing from Dallas where some Chinese authorities said, well, we're obviously going to deep peg from the dollar. Well, if I was Chinese and I was listening to that, one, I, I might want to own U.S. dollars. And we read many countless times here that everyone's trying to exchange your yuan for dollars. And the People's Bank of China is trying to control that. Well, if they do limit the dollars, well, what's the next most likely thing to have? And that would be gold. So I expect to see some stunning interest in gold here on a fiscal level from all those countries <clears throat> whose currencies are devaluing, some of them sharply. I and mean, we just had Kazakhstan devalue by something like 30%. And there's talk of default 
ports in Venezuela, and most currencies have been incredibly weak here. So lots of reasons for people to own gold and silver. You're absolutely right, and, and even up north where you are, the currency's been taking a beating, too. It's, it's really only the dollar price that everybody focuses on where gold isn't rallying. It's, it's doing its job of protecting wealth and uh, almost as an insurance policy everywhere else around the world. Well, it's interesting, Craig, you mentioned that because I think the price of uh, gold in Canada is uh, back over its 2013 high. So we've done well, and of course, imagine what the price of gold in South Africa and Russia has done. I mean, it, yep. we're getting all-time highs in in those currencies. So there's lots of people that uh, have benefited immensely by owning the precious metal. It just hasn't happened in the key market that would bring in the flood of uh, sort of investment money, a serious institutional-type investment money. Uh, into the market, i.e. in uh, in Europe and the United States, is where we really need some people to decide, well, it's kind of over. Not that a lot of people haven't decided it's over. A lot more and more are deciding every day that it's over for paper assets. So I, I've always believed our day is coming. It's taken way, way, way too long here. And we it's developing a bit of uh, firmness in the market, and I think we could see some fireworks any time now. You mentioned, um, <clears throat> excuse me, our day is coming. A, a lot of us uh, either have owned the miners for a while or have begun to pick at them here at what appears to be a bottom. But boy, there was a real carpet bombing of some of the, the big miners. If you, I'm not sure we can call any of them large caps anymore, Eric, but some of the larger cap miners really uh, yeah. took it pretty good back on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. What do you think here? And, you, and it was totally... Well, Craig, it was totally out of left field. I mean, gold was down a little that day, and they just bombed the stock for 5 to 6%. It's obviously in some kind of algo at work, or maybe some fund liquidating. We don't know that yet. Uh, we do know that there's been a fair amount of liquidation of funds generally, uh, and stock funds in particular. And, um, of course, I'm, I'm sure that, that would also uh, flip over to the mining stock funds, where maybe lots of people are finally uh, throwing in the towel. But uh, there was... There's really no apparent reason for it, and uh, hopefully as uh, gold's kind of hung in here around 1100 uh, we should get more and more interest uh, developing in this sector. It's the only sector kind of hanging in there these days. So uh, we're seeing the first signs of its divergence from the main markets, both in terms of the price of the precious metals, and I think the stock will... Uh, finally get going here, and, and of course all stocks are going down, hopefully the gold stocks might uh, be the odd man out here that uh, will carry the day for us, as we've imagined they should for a long time. Eric, just one last question. Let's look forward to next week. We'll begin getting uh, our first bit of U.S. economic data, <clears throat> the first guess at the fourth quarter GDP, which everybody now thinks is going to be well below 1%. Interest rates have actually gone right. down across the board since the Fed allegedly hiked the short rates, and the ECB and the Bank of Japan are rumored to be printing more now. Uh, what do you think is uh, in store for us next week and uh, the weeks ahead? Well, I think all the data sucks. You know, we keep getting things like car loadings and truck loadings and uh, general economic backdrop data that suggests it's weak. We had a horrible retail sales number in December, minus 0.1%. Uh, I've always imagined that, you know, the U.S. population faced with these healthcare costs. I don't know how they can afford uh, to make those increased payments every year and the increase in co-pays and the increase in deductibles and all that stuff on kind of the meager 
income growth that we're witnessing here. And now, of course, we get lots of layoffs, right? I mean, we are getting tons of layoffs here. Companies typically wait to report their earnings, say they're crummy, and it's, well, the solution is to lay off people. And uh, so we're getting a lot of announcements in that side, and none of that's obviously good for the economy. So I think status quo, the economy continues to weaken. It gets reflected in stock prices. Fear in the banking area will increase. So we see the credit defaults, lots of banks going up. We had a Russian bank that defaulted uh, just uh, yesterday. There's going to be more, and of course, with lots of chatter about the write-downs that the banks haven't take, taken on uh, their energy positions here. So uh, my uh, theme has always been don't have your money in the bank, having uh, gold and silver in your own hands. So uh, that continues today. To that end, that ought to be the theme of 2016. It is going to be a wild year, and I look forward to visiting with you uh, every week to bring everybody up to speed on what has happened and what we expect to see going forward. I said, it's going to be a fun week next week. I look forward to speaking with you again next Friday. I look forward to it too, Craig. All the best. All right, and to everybody listening to us here on Sprott Money News, have a great weekend.